welcome to episode 86 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Roomscaping Classroom Janelle. That's a very long moniker. <laughs> I'm Wreck. Okay, Wreck for short. Mm-hmm. Room Escape Classroom, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Wreck. Wreck. Well, um, we have been consumed with that this week. Um, we'll get to that in a bit with our news. No, there's not really anything else to talk about. I mean, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, but that one in particular... Well, let's just jump into the news and get straight to it, shall we? Let's do it. I mean, I just had the opening music. I might as well just put in the music for the news now. That way I'm cut and pasting twice, you know, to put right, it in there. Yeah, right, yeah. right. All right, here we go. So meanwhile in the news Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and TuneIn And maybe if you still have an iPod Shuffle and you like download your podcast to that You can rate us on your (laughs) Shuffle? (laughs) I don't know, that's how I used to listen to podcasts I know or I would burn them on CD for you. We've talked about this. And now that we're saying it, I realize. 256 KB. Yeah. It's a lot of coobs. 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 Yeah. We're up to goobs now. <laughs> we're up to tubs. True. That's true. I have a whole tub. Wait, we skipped over moobs. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it rate? Could you rate them? What? The coops tubes. I don't even know what we're Boops. saying anymore. Moops. Meanwhile, if you'd like to email us about um, the coops, the moops, <laughs> the goobs, or the tubes, uh, you can email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com or use our contact form at mandarinorangeshow.com. Instagram, we have a lot of fun stuff going on there. Twitter at Mandarian Orange, and of course, please join our Facebook page and group. Guys, I got retweeted today. Wow. I got retweeted by the superintendent of San Bernardino. That is county. The county, which is the largest county in the United States. We live in the largest county in the United States. It got like three retweets and nine hearts. What's that, listeners, you're saying? Aren't there larger counties in Alaska? You'd think so, but because of the way they're governed, they don't have counties in Alaska. They're actually uh, the same They're the same they have in Louisiana, which is they're known as parishes, I believe. Well, Louisiana is parishes. It might be a different term in Alaska, I forget, but it's a similar thing where it's not I've considered a county. I've never heard about the Alaskan parishes. Well, now I'm going to have to Google it because Alaska counties and then it'll tell me when I do that boroughs they have yeah, boroughs in Alaska that's what it is so they have parishes in uh, but see there's boroughs in New York but I think they also have counties if I remember correctly I don't know it's confusing but because of the way they're governed they're called boroughs there and not counties so that's why we have largest counties there are boroughs in Alaska that are larger than San Bernardino, you know, but doesn't count well, I got retweeted. Oh, yeah. Back to that. Because my school district was having a contest, and we're supposed to put our inspiring quote. And what was yours? Mine is, 
every child has infinite potential. Gosh, if you wrote that, <laughs> they should definitely not have retweeted you. It says I didn't write potential. I actually wrote out the whole word. You said that though. <laughs> you said potential. Um, so we'll see if I win the contest. So we're still in the news. What else do we talk about? Well, there's really only one news thing because our life has been completely and utterly consumed by doing this room escape for your classroom lately. So maybe you should tell us about that a little bit. All right. So last year, if you were listening to our show, you remember I did the pirate classroom room escape. This year, I wrote a grant on donorschoose.org. And I got um, a room escape funded to do space themed. Yes. So starting, I mean, we've been talking about ideas for it and working on it for quite some time. But then last week we built the thing. Matthew came down and helped. And we actually built the whole room escape in your room, in your classroom. And then this week, every single day I've been coming in and we've been running it for up to four different classes a day during school hours coming through your roomscape. There's no way I would have been able to run it without you. No, in fact, it kind of needs three people, although now that we've done it enough, yeah, we've gotten it down to two people running it. But it's it's cool. So I guess since it won't matter, since no one listening to this is ever going to, like, probably get a chance to go through it. So the highlight for me is this idea that was kind of inspired by one that we went to, but they had like a super high budget. Um, and we obviously did not, we did not, but we, since we're going to space, we came up with a way where we built this little fake room that we beam them up to space. And basically we go in there and then we have all these lighting and sound effects and we tell them they're being beamed up and they have to hold really still while they're being beamed up. Meanwhile, Janelle slips out the back and moves the, um, cause all of our walls are built with, um, like stands and then there's cloths hanging on them. So, you know, kind of fake staging. And so she runs, like sneaks out the back, moves around the staging so that when they walk back out the door that they came in, they're now in the room instead of in the hallway they came in. Right. And it's, I mean, you know, adults, obviously it's a little disorienting. Some of the adults said, but a lot of the kids are, like, just kind of blown away. That, like, how do they get in this room now? Well, it's funny. The third graders believe we're actually, like, teleporting to space. Yeah. Whereas the fourth graders, just one little year. And they're like, how'd you do that? Yeah, they don't know how we did the effect, but they definitely don't believe that we beamed them up yeah. either. I mean, I'm talking, like, lighting effects. Sound effects. Special effects, like... We have a computer talking to the kids, like the personalized messages. Yeah, and you're like the the Oz behind the curtain, kind of just going from place to place. Yeah, doing the lighting (laughs) and doing the text to speech, typing back and forth on the computer to the kids. So the basic premise is um, the story. Let's see if I remember it. Um, We're part of the intergalactic sewage crew. Salvage. Salvage. That's a big difference. Sewage crew. Um, And some astronauts had to abandon um, ship because of the jet propulsion system failed. But they left an important document on board their computer. It's imperative that we get that document downloaded back to Earth. Yeah, it's vital to the peace of humanity throughout the galaxy. Yes, we need it. So... We're 
going to beam aboard the ship. We only have 30 minutes of air supply. Get the, you know, solve the encryption codes. I think I dig your style. <laughs> and then, <laughs> what did you do that for? You said air supply. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> I was like trying to make, why did you just do that? You mean life support? Um, yeah, like their air. Yes. Their air. So, um, we solved the encryption codes, get the file downloaded, and then we have to find another power supply before time runs out. In order to be back. Before air runs out. And they go, and oh, one of the other things I do is I'm the interdimensional being. Yes. And we have the kids crawl through this little, like, play tunnel, and there's a hole in the top. We call it the wormhole. But there's a hole in the top, and then I have, like, a black light beaming up at my face, So and I have, like, an alien head on, so all they see is, like, a floating alien head that's my face, but, like, about half the kids will be like, oh, Mr. Vecchio is back there. But, like, half of them were like, that alien was scary. That was weird or crazy or whatever. Like, it, again. Kids are terrified. Some of them are, like, totally freaked out. And it's the goo. Like, if you see a picture of me in it, it's the goofiest thing. I look like a total goober with, like, a rubber hat that doesn't quite fit on my big head. But the kids were like, oh. <laughs> um. So it's fun. You, were you the interdimensional being at the test rooms, too? Well, Matt and I traded off. Matt did some, and I did some. Okay. Because I was trying to learn all the different parts, you Right, know? right, right. So we traded off the different roles. Well, it was... Um, it's, like... I think it's gone so smoothly. In fact, better than just smoothly. It's just been really popular. Um... The we're last year, if you remember, the newspaper came out and did a story on us. Now I guess you have to go through the district, but the district media person came out and did some filming. So, in tons of different people have, adults and kids have come aboard, and, and it's fun too because if like the adults want to come see what it's about. We make them play along, so I'll yeah. give them, like, glow bracelets and tell them, like, they have to go warp up. And they're like, no, I'm just observing. I'm like, well, if you want to go to space and observe, you have yeah. to, like, go through the yeah. teleporter. You're going to need this glow bracelet, you know? So, it's been really fun, but I think, like, of course, the most meaningful part of it is we're about to take this huge state test next week. It really stresses out the kids and... This is, like, the ultimate test prep. Um, They've learned so much about, like, persevering through tasks and problem solving. Plus, every puzzle directly hits on one of the state standards they're going to be tested on. Right. And um, there's a particular writing prompt where the the kids have to find a, a computer on board. And you're backstage as the artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's one of my other jobs. And um, you communicate with the kids. They're, like, writing an essay. They have to read a nonfiction about space. And they have to write a short paragraph about how eating in space is different than eating on Earth. And they have to work through this process where they restate the question, they answer the question, they cite their source, and they expand and elaborate. And I'm telling you, every kid who has done that puzzle will ace that on the test. And that's a fun thing. Like, you came up with that where it's just a shared Google Doc. It's just a Google Doc. And I'm just typing on the other side. But, like, the kids... Matthew set up, like, my avatar is, like, this robot face. And, like... 
and it starts out with this is Mrs. Vecchio's, you know, inti- artificial, artificial intelligence. intelligence. Please read the prompt and enter your response, you know. <laughs> but it's great. Like, they just, even the ones that are a little more, like, too cool for school are into it. But some of the kids are just completely like, this is real. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. We're in space. We have to... Because then they're freaking out about, like, their air's running out, you guys. We're not going to make it. You know? Well, and Phil, what, like, made the soundtrack for the room and any, like, noises and stuff he created and edited together. And in particular, you said before we did the room, what did you say? What? Well, that if anyone recognized and the, the bits and pieces of stuff I threw in there. Yeah, you would be shocked. Yeah, so one of the things that I threw in there is when they beam up, the sound that signifies that they, like, finish beaming up is the sound from Metroid when uh, when she, like, gets beamed up, when Samus gets beamed up. And Two kids have recognized it so kids. far. So I was pretty stoked on Out that. Of- a hundred. Yeah. Well, one kid is like, I know that sound. I think it might be from Zelda or a video game or something. Yeah, at the beginning. You can remember. And the other kid's like, that's Metroid. <laughs> that's Metroid. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So. I thought this is a fun Easter egg. It's been really um, fun. It's exhausting. Yes. I don't know how people do this for a living. Um, it's really fun. Well, really and like, it's been so time consuming because you've been having to stay after school. We've had to go in early. I've been in there all day with you. My we were there all is, weekend long. My class has been up. He's been put into the library, yeah. so that's a stress. I feel like anyone that has like tried to get a hold of us, or, or, we've been like off the radar. Like we haven't, I haven't talked to anyone outside of like a room escape situation, like in two weeks, uh-huh. and. So, if you've tried to get a hold of us or wondered where we're at, we're sorry. <laughs> it's been busy. But um, we're it's almost done now. Yeah. We have As of now, as of this recording, we have one more day. Although, by the time I edit it, it'll be after that day because there's no way I'm going to have time to actually edit this before we're finished. Right. So You know I only have 19 days of school left. I'm aware. And uh, because of that, we really have to get booking our vacation. Which brings us to our next segment, Vacation Pants. Put on your vacation pants. So, this might be, like, utterly shocking, but, um, we booked another vacation. (laughs) In all our busyness, we did have time to book another vacation. I somehow think that if people have listened to our show for very long, that's not shocking at all. In fact, they'd be shocked if we hadn't booked a new vacation well, since we mentioned it. that's why I said it. it sarcastically, Phil. But the funny part is we were really not finished booking our Prince Edward Island one either. Like We we've barely. We've barely, barely begun. scratched the surface. We've got a, a car. We've booked a Raffi concert. We've and booked one, one hotel. hotel. That's what we've got so far. That's it. Well... So we got a lot to work on there. Still uh, open to any ideas if anyone's visited Prince Edward Island. Although I think we might be the first people to visit Prince Edward Island <laughs> so, um, that aren't from Prince Edward Island or Nova Scotia or whatever. Um, We're so. super excited about it, but I had an ordeal with um, an airline <laughs> and they gave me a voucher. And they said I had to spend it by a certain time. So I was like, um, let's find a cheap place to fly. So 
We are flying to Denver, Colorado. Now, this is later on in the summer. Yeah. Um, but it's it's out of Palm Springs, which is right by our house. Which is super cool. And Small it was airport. so cheap with your like voucher and stuff for all of us to fly around trip. It in was the like, middle of the summer, 300 bucks. Yeah. Like, so that's great. And we're going to go to Denver. And then possibly, we got to like decide exactly, but possibly during the time we're there, we're going to drive up to South Dakota and go see. The presidential the rocks. The presidential rocks, as my mother calls them. <laughs> I'm like, you mean Mount Rushmore? Yeah, the presidential rocks. <laughs> the presidential rocks. So, um, another, like, big reason I wanted to go to Denver is we haven't, the kids haven't been there since they were, like, babies. So, Audrey was a toddler, Luke was actually less than one, so actual infant. And you lived for a few years in Colorado, for, pertinent yeah, information. I lived for a couple of years in Colorado, and when I was in high school, me and my friends went to this water park called Waterworld, and I was telling Phil, like, these water slides, there's like two, two of them, and they're big old, like, group raft rides that are like Pirates of the Caribbean with like animatronics and stuff. Which is still crazy to so, me. So, and Phil like didn't believe me and I like showed him a YouTube video and sure enough, yeah, they're they're still there. So, I think we're going to hit that up. Got to go to Casa Bonita. And then Casa Bonita, which Casa Bonita is so bizarre. It's like in this like strip mall and you're like, what? 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 This doesn't look like anything. And then you walk in, and it's like, you know, how the fake sky, like Disneyland has. Yeah. There's waterfalls. It's with like a whole town built on the cliffs. Cliff divers. A big pool, yeah, yeah. To, for them to dive into. There's, like, shows. There's, there's like, caves. a haunted cave maze yeah. thing. So, and it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah. It's like a Disneyland pa- or an Epcot pavilion, mm-hmm. but it's in like this crazy strip mall. In like the middle of downtown Denver. The funny thing, you probably know this, I don't know if you remember, but South Park actually did an episode all about Casa Bonita because yeah, they're from that. Colorado. Mm-hmm. So when I worked at Disneyland, I was telling people about how we had gone to Casa to Bonita the and they're like, like the, in South Park with that cartoon, right? And I'm like, no, like that's a real, real place. place. They're like, no, that's like a fake place in the cartoon. I'm like, no, no, no. That's a real place. And we had to, like, look it up Do on the internet Do they call it, it Casa Bonita? Yeah, it's just straight up about Casa Bonita. There's a whole episode. I want to watch that clip again. I remember watching it, but I want to watch it again. It's been a long time. So, why don't we pause the show and... <laughs> just kidding. Psych. Uh, so, excited about that and excited that that will hit a new state for you. Well, if we did... States. Yeah, if we went to South Dakota... That would be, I've been to 50, or sorry, 46 out of 50 states. South Dakota is one of the ones I've not been to, so that would bring my total up to 47. You and the kids have not been to South Dakota or Wyoming, mm-hmm. and we would go through, drive through Wyoming to get there. So how many does that put me up to? Oh, I need Am to I look at your list. Than you? I believe you're 10, no, the kids are 10 behind me. No, you're 10 behind me, and the kids... I think you're at 40, no, I'm at 46. I think you're at 36, and the kids are at, like, 30? 
No, we hit some more states this mm-hmm. last year. I got to look at the map. If you want, I can bring it up right now. But um, How about the next episode? We'll have that information. I actually, ready. I have the map right here. I mean, it's it's on one of my tabs. Because <laughs> I have a lot of tabs. Oh, open. he does, guys. Oh, I'm not exaggerating. Really oh, because we does. went to Hawaii, so the kids caught up with us by a state. That's why. Okay. So, should I just count them out real quick? Yeah. All right. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36. The kids have been to 36. How many have I been to? So, you've been to an additional 1, 2, Three, four. So you've been to 40. 40. And then I've been to 46. Okay, so I only have 10 more. So you've got and 10 I'll get states. Two more. The time. kids have 14 states. So that would bring you up to, you'll have eight states left, and the kids will have 12 states left. And I'll only have three. Well, you know, I'm going to be 40 this year, um, and we're going to need to hit all 50 before I turn 50. <laughs> Well, I would hope so. Well, you're 40 at 40. You'll actually be over 40 at 40. Yes. But you're at 40 right now. I know, but I'm saying you've kept up with one a year. Yeah. It's a pretty good ratio. Yeah. I would like to hit um, all 50 before I hit 42. So (laughs) (laughs) I could. Well, I only have to go to three more states. have a ring to it. I only have to go to three more states, though, so... I mean, if we go to South Dakota, that's still not like a definite. Although I would like to, we and really, North Dakota yourself. But North Dakota is only a little bit further, and that's one of my other states that I haven't I'm been. I'm not to. driving to North Dakota. Like, I'm not gonna like fly somewhere and be in the car for twelve hours so you can hit an extra state. I mean, it's not like we haven't done that before. Let's be real. We'll see. We'll see if the the mood strikes us. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for a vacation pants. And uh, we have an important segment to cover, which we haven't done in a while. So we've got a little bit of a backlog. Let's talk Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. It has been so long since we've done Couch Potato Corner that on our list here, the last thing, like one of the things that's on here is January, <laughs> which was the Bachelor in January. Because that was their their marketing ploy. So because his name was Ari. I don't know if you need to update us about that at all. Um, well, January found love. He's engaged to the boring Lauren, and she moved from Virginia Beach to Scottsdale. But I think they're visiting um, Hong Kong right now. Uh. I saw on their IG story. Say the it, don't big, spray it. <laughs> the big twist was that he he got engaged to one girl and then dumped her and went to his runner-up. Wow. He Jason Mesnicked her. Spoiler alert, if they haven't watched it. Um, I guess that it, happened in March. It's May. It's January. Bachelorette is about to begin. Well... Before the girl, the girl he dumped became she's bachelorette. the new bachelorette. Yeah, 
Well, before we, I, I'm I'm happy it's coming back because you always fold laundry during the Bachelor, and I haven't folded you haven't laundry. folded laundry. We've in just a long been time. living out of our laundry basket. Now I do though. I do the washing and the drying. I collect all the dirty yeah, clothes yeah. and bring it back. Phil's been keeping up on his. I'm just floors. saying it's not like it's because that's your half of that. We've always like that's been our deal because I hate folding laundry. Well, Phil would just like live out of a laundry bag. Yeah. He would never put his laundry away. And that's what he did as a bachelor. Sometimes I would even just dump my clean clothes onto a pile on my bed and sleep next to it. No, you wouldn't. You'd sleep on the couch. No, I'm saying sometimes I would pile clean clothes on my bed and then it would be like a little extra foot warmer and just put my feet under the clean clothes. (laughs) Ew, that's gross. This is why I needed to, you know... Settle down a little sweaty bit. Sweaty body on your clean clothes. I I know. I have much better habits now. It's, I'm still a slob, but not as much. All right. Um, okay, so I'm going to just read a quick list of shows that are great that we've been keeping up on that we're not going to go into great detail on, but that you should keep catch up on and watch if you haven't. I really like Kevin Probably Saves the World. I don't know if it's coming back. I think at least it's done for the season. I was like, meh. Superstore has been fantastic, and I think that's done for the season. The Good Place. Second season, not as good as the first, but still worth watching. They're done for the season. Pretty sure Fresh Off the Boat, which is also great, done for the season. I've actually been watching back through Community because uh, I never got to watch the last season that was on Yahoo TV because it was dumb. Not the season, but Yahoo TV. And I could never get through it, so I'm watching through that. Thank you, Hulu. Also, um, Goldberg's fantastic. Bob's Burgers has been absolutely on fire this season. Those I didn't watch the Room Escape one yet. Yeah, we watched it and then you fell asleep. That's kind of how most TV goes with you. <laughs> Probably happen tonight, too, if we try it. Um, so those shows are all ones that are great that we've been watching and you should check out if you haven't. Now we're going to talk about a couple new ones. We've been watching the Joel McHale Show on Netflix. Which is uh, basically the soup, but like uncensored on Netflix. Did I tell you how I put that? Oh, I didn't. What? So, I'm in a Bachelor like fan group, of course. Of course. And on the Joel McHale show, when The Bachelor was on, they always cover The Bachelor. Because right. it's hilarious. Which is great, because that's how we picked up the new series, which is like, alright, back to The Bachelor. Like, nothing's changed yeah. since my show was yeah. on. So, I posted one of his clips about The Bachelor in my Bachelor fan group. Okay. And I kid you not, people went, like, so fanatic crazy over it. They, they did not know the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale was like a redo of the soup. Yeah. And I just got them a ton of viewers. Yeah. Because everybody's like, oh my gosh, I love that he's doing this again. Oh my gosh, the soup was my favorite show. So, like... You're welcome, Netflix. You're welcome. It has, like, 5,000 fans, so... Um, Also, we started watching... I don't know if you... I think you watched at least a couple of these. I watched a couple episodes. I think it's actually a... On a Facebook it's show? A Facebook show. Facebook has shows now. Uh, but there's a show called Momsplaining, and it's with Kristen Bell. And it's really funny. And it's also, I think, like produced by Ellen somehow. I don't know how it all works. You know Ellen. 
She's got her fingers in a lot of pies. She's like Oprah. She just takes over everything. But she's also, like, amazing, so she's beloved. Yeah. So you don't mind that she's taking over everything no, no, no. somehow. She's just she does dead. phone apps and talk shows. And she does that head app. Facebook shows. And, like, you just love her, and it's fine. She's delightful. Yeah. Always has been. I think Oprah and Ellen should run on, like, a double ticket for the oh next presidential Oh, my gosh. I mean, if we're... If you we're, heard it here first. If we're electing TV personalities and that's just the thing now, like, at least pick some good ones, yes. right? Like, I think that would be a pretty good I ticket so there. I think so, too. Let's do it. Yeah. Anyway, not to get too political there. <laughs> that's as political as we get. That's pretty first. much it. That's that's the peak of political talk. She's here. delightful. And it's funny because, like, everybody loves Ellen. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter... Who you yeah. are or what you believe or anything, everybody loves Ellen. There's only, I think, one thing Ellen's ever done that probably isn't, like, celebratable. And that's the first season of her show before it was called Ellen when it was called <laughs> These Friends of Mine. Because I don't know how her show turned into the show it turned into. Do you remember that DVD oh, set we I got? I remember. Of it course was we so bad. watched it. It was called These Friends of Mine. And I think bad. it was to like capitalize on friends because that was popular. Yeah. So they went These Friends of Mine. And it was so bad. And then like it became Ellen. And then all of a sudden it was really good. So I don't know like what happened. Once they changed the name to Ellen. And I don't know. It was... We were like excited. Like, oh, it's the first season of Ellen. Let's check it out. And then we're like, oh my gosh. Look how far we've come. Dory... I mean, there were still moments that were fun in it, but it was, it was not great. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, that show's kind of fun, and now we have two very sad things to talk about. One of them, well, they're both sad, but one of them even sadder than the other, I think. So we're we'll, going to start with the sad. Or we'll the go sadder? to the sad, and then we'll get sadder. So sad. Fox canceled Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's really a shocker Fox cancels everything. It's not. It's just a bummer because it's been so funny. It's such a good show. We it's, just introduced it to our police friends. I know. Now it's canceled. The only thing, and the reason I say it's not as sad, is that it, I think this is what, like it's fifth season now, I want to say? It's run its course. Fourth season. And I, and I'm not. it's not to say like I think it's done, but they got to do a lot of stuff with it. And, you know, I mean, it's 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 always been kind of a light comedy. It's not something that has this huge, you know, overarching storyline that we got to see what's going to happen. It's more just funny stuff along the way. With, obviously, storylines throughout. But, you know, it doesn't leave this, like, gaping hole of, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we don't get to see what's going to happen with that. It's bummer because it's funny, and I love those characters and the actors that play them. But it's not, like... It's sad, but it's not tragic. We got a lot of that show. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shows that didn't make it as far as that did. But now what's actually mega tragic is Fox also canceled Last Man on Earth. And for that, they're monsters. I'm angry. So angry. I, because they left it on a huge cliffhanger. They didn't tell the people making the show until after it was made. And apparently maybe even after it aired. It's on a huge cliffhanger, and we're never going to get to find out. Please. Netflix, Hulu, it'll save the day. I hope someone does. I hope someone does. They will. Because 
I was writing um, in a... Well, I guess I was more reading stuff about the new Arrested Development news, which is also exciting for Couch Potato Corner. Mm-hmm. Arrested Development Remix Season 4 is out now on Netflix and is so far awesome. Plus, a Season 5 is coming. So this is all huge, exciting news. And I was reading about people, like, just, you know, people's comments about it. And a bunch of people said that they subscribed to Netflix when they found out they were doing new Arrested Development and they're still subscribed. So it totally worked. Like, they got tons of subscribers mm-hmm. from that. And if they pick up Last Man on Earth, you know they're going to get a ton more. So, I'm just throwing out there, Netflix. Come on, Netflix. Or Hulu or Amazon or whoever wants whoever to pick it up. Whoever wants to do it. Heck, I'd watch it on YouTube Red if I had to. <laughs> YouTube Red. I mean, if that's what it comes to, you know, we'll, we'll do it. <sighs> but, you know, so again, I'm super bummed about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but Last Man on Earth leaves you, you don't, you know they had somewhere they were going with it. And there they was never we found out who the last man on earth was. True. And we don't know who well, I don't want to like ruin what happened at the end of the season in case someone gets to, you know, watch it still or maybe it gets picked up and fixed. But there's a huge cliffhanger that they left us on that's been building up for like a whole season. And now we don't know. Ugh. At least maybe somebody should blog about it. Well, I'm just I mean, Fox is famous for canceling great shows. They canceled Undeclared. They canceled the Ben Stiller show and The Critic and who knows, countless other great shows that obviously, you know, I'm not going to list them all right now. But I was kind of proud. When Brendan posted this, I found a great clip of um, Foxy the Fox from the Ben Stiller show, which is a character that I think Judd Apatow played. And basically they just created him to, like, you know, make the... Upper uppity upset Fox mad because they canceled him, and so they just were like, "Forget you guys," you know. And I just don't understand them. I don't know. I don't understand how they're like a successful network. Well, because they said that the ratings were down. But here's the thing: like, that's what happens with shows. Like, they're not gonna like always stay at their peak. But you gotta like, if you're gonna do let it, them wind down. And if you're gonna do it, like, let them know because they they could have concluded it. They mm-hmm. didn't have to leave it at a cliffhanger. There was. Some obvious well, ways they could have wrapped like, it up. Used to happen, like what used to happen is that, you know, they'd give shows time to maybe not much time, but they'd give them something to wrap it up. Yeah, like you don't just you don't spring it on them after they've already done a big cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You give them a chance to wrap it up, and that's just so lame. So I'm bummed about that. Are you gonna write a heated letter to Fox? I have better things to do with my time. I'm ranting on a podcast right now. I think that's probably like about as far as I'm gonna go. All right. If you guys want to write on our behalf, like I'll sign a petition or something. We signed a petition to get the Freaks and Geeks thing released, and we did that. There you go. We also signed a petition to save Undeclared, but they canceled that, and it didn't work. So, you know, but at least we got DVDs of it. So, Fox, stop making such great stuff and then canceling it, because it's horrible. And with that, our one final... uh, We also have to talk about really quickly... We watched... um, We finally got around to watching Anne with an E, or at least part of it. We haven't finished it yet, but we're a good chunk of the way into it. Um, In preparation for our trip to Prince Edward Island, we've been trying to watch all the... Uh, you know, Prince Edward Island and Lucy Maud Montgomery related stuff. Well, no, it was crazy because we watched it when Matt came over. Yeah. And Matt said, as we're like starting it, 
I've never seen or read any Anne of Green Gables. No, never seen any of the stuff. Never read any books. None I'm of like, it. Like, oh, well, we don't know if this is good or not because we've never seen it. Yeah, and I didn't know if like we wanted to put our stamp of approval without it pre-test, you know. But um, what do you think so far? I I like it. They take a lot of artistic license. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how I feel about it. Well, it was kind of fun because we watched like I don't know the first like five or six episodes, and then we watched like the first chunk up until about the same part of the story. Of the, the ori- original, well, it's not the original, but the Kevin Sullivan and movies, the our originals, right? Our originals from our life. There's been others before, but you know the best ones. And uh, so it was really fun comparing directly. It was fun because we watched it with Matt, so he could kind of see like the vibe. And, yeah. And I don't know. There, there's parts of it that I absolutely love. I love the actors. Jasper Dale from the Avonlea TV series is now Matthew Cuthbert in it, which is mm-hmm. super cool because he's a great actor. And I think a lot of the actors they got are really good, and some of the stuff Their they did with it is great. Really cool. Yeah, um, there are parts I don't like, and you know a lot of it stems from the like darker nature of it. And it's not, I don't know. It just, I mean, I feel like the Kevin Sullivan ones capture the spirit of the books right much better. At right. least the first couple of Kevin Sullivan ones. Well, we don't know. We haven't finished. We don't know where it's going. No, but some of the choices they've made already are kind of weird. And they added stuff, which I get they're trying to make it into a longer series. So they, like, added the whole thing where, like, Matthew has to chase her down to Halifax or whatever. And he, like, hits (laughs) his head. And she, like, gets picked up by a milk guy. And like, he, the lady that hits Matthew with her carriage or car or something... Was it a car? I think it was a carriage, like a buggy or whatever. Yeah, it gives him money so that he can get him an Anne so that she, he doesn't sue her. Yeah, and then like he finds her like reading poetry for money at a train station, and then. But then she like takes their last name. Yeah, and there's a whole thing with that where so now they she's not Anne Shirley anymore. Shirley, she's. Well, then she becomes Anne Blythe eventually. Spoiler alert. We all know that. But the point is, she's Anne Shirley until she's Anne Blythe. So, it's just, I don't know. Stuff like that isn't, like, a deal breaker, but it's interesting. I don't mind them adding stories either because, you know, they gotta pad out the stuff. That's fine. Kevin Sullivan did that with some of his stuff. Mm -hmm. But some of the character stuff... Like, when they're doing stuff from the original story, I feel like the characters are dead on. Yeah. But then some of the things they have the characters do that aren't in it, I feel like are out of character for the characters. Yeah. Because it's not. You can tell... It's kind of like watching AI, where you can see where Steven Spielberg's stuff is there, and you can see where Stanley Kubrick's stuff is there. It's very obvious, even if you don't know the source material, what's what. Right. So, I don't know. That's what. That's what. They got a great Rachel Lind actress in Anthony. So, I don't know. I mean, it's good, and we're definitely going to finish it. It's definitely not going to replace the uh, others for us, but we still have those movies, so I'm okay with them doing new versions of stuff because it doesn't take away the old stuff. There you go. So, you know, that's that. That's That's what. what. That's what. And you know what else is what? That's the rest of our show. It's time to say goodbye 
to all our company, M-A-N-D-A-R-I-A-N-S-H-O-W. What does that spell? Mandarian Show. Is that how he did it in Mickey Mouse Club? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't think it is either. I know the new one. He said, Mickey, Mickey, what? <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for the Mandarin Orange Show. Thank Rock you, Janelle. The house. Thank you, Janelle, for rocking the house with me. You're welcome. And I uh, hope you guys all get your party started. Like the party. Summer, summer, summer time. And uh, if you guys would like to write us, drop us a line at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. If you have a podcast and you'd like us to come and say hello to you on there, or you'd like to come and cross-promote on here, let us know. We might be able to arrange something. Yeah, we're going to try to do that with a couple shows. Yeah, and... Uh, I think that's it for tonight. Yeah? Yes, please. Thank you guys for listening. And for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.